Hello and welcome. Content marketing. Could it help you do better in business? The answer is yes, my friends. Trust me now and believe me later because you are going to hear from a content marketing master and he is going to share somewhat of a secret sauce recipe for how to make content marketing work for you. So listen out for that. For more information on this episode or how to work with me, check out the show notes or visit betterinbusiness.global. You've tuned into Better in Business with Jeannie. As an award-winning strategic bookkeeper and business veteran, I am dedicated to helping entrepreneurs learn, grow and prosper. This podcast aims to challenge your thinking. If you're not thinking the right way, how can you act the right way? Each episode, we'll dive into key drivers of success, which I also call the rules of the game. Learn the rules, play to win. Let's go. I like to start every episode by reminding you that it is globally recognized that pillar one for the success of any business is up-to-date, accurate bookkeeping. If your books are not right up to date, tune into episode one, please. You can also get in touch with me if you'd like some help. Today's guest is Raj Goodman Anand. Raj is the founder of Goodman Lantern a content creation organization which helps businesses boost conversion rates and simply do better in business. Raj is an award-winning business veteran. He's worked in small, medium and large enterprise, raised capital and founded three successful startups. Products Raj has built have made companies an income in excess of £45 million. To say Raj is a successful entrepreneur is an understatement and we are privileged to have him on the show to share his knowledge with us. Welcome, Raj. Thank you, Jeannie, for having me. Uh, So I'm really excited about today and that is because uh, you're going to talk to us about content marketing and I love content marketing. <laughs> um, I consider myself somewhat of a writer. Um, but yes, I think content marketing is so powerful for business. I think there's a bit of a, a mystery around what the heck it is. And so I'm just hoping that you'll share with us some of um, your expertise and um, demystify it a bit. Give us some tips. So um, Raj, tell us what the heck is content marketing? Yeah, I, I think marketers love to have cool acronyms and cool terminologies in those lovely terms we have one of them is called content marketing it's basically marketing using content as the name suggests it's basically about how can one talk about their product or the service or themselves or the company with the power of content which can be of any type it could be for example content writing so you can use copy or it could be potentially for example videos it could be social media content Content marketing is is sort of a very vast area. The two big advantages of using content marketing, one is thought leadership, and number two is visibility. Primarily, people would say it's around search engine optimization or SEO, but there's much more impact of content marketing visibility overall, uh, right from search engines to social media and beyond. 
And the thing that I guess I've been learning about content marketing is that it is something that gains traction over time. So, for example, you know, I'm a little bit older and I come from old school business. And back before we had the interweb, we, you know, we advertised in the paper or we advertised on TV and some things were a slow burn, but a lot of the time it was direct advertising and there was a result. Um, tell me what, you know, what your thoughts are on when we invest in some content marketing. So whether that's in blogs and videos or little um, how-to guides, um, anything that goes on our social media, anything that we give to people to be of value around our business so that they might think, I'd like to take this further and actually do business. Um, your thoughts on how it's a bit of a slow burn that helps people spend time in your brand sphere, I like to call it, getting to know you so that eventually on their own, in their own time, they can make a decision. Yeah, I mean, firstly, content marketing is not a new thing. Uh, Napoleon used to use press releases to talk about, to actually get some momentum for his war campaign. So, you know, even press releases is sort of a, a content, content marketing, actually. So it's been there for centuries. And since human has existed, we have been telling stories. We are social beings. We love telling stories. So mm. content marketing isn't new, whether it's in the form of the interweb or the, the web or <laughs> social media uh, at the end of the day, it is content which you consume as as users, as businesses, and it's been produced. So, um, yeah, the form has changed. Maybe you move from radio to newspapers to mm. uh, the web to TikTok, whatever that might be. But the fundamentals are the same, and it's going to stay along with us for for many many years to come. Because, well, we love to hear stuff, we love to consume stuff, and that will be uh, something we'll keep doing. Now, is content marketing a long-term strategy? The short answer is yes. Like anything good in this world, in this life, it takes time to build something constructive, creative, and worthwhile. Uh, Rome wasn't built overnight, and neither is, mm -hmm. is, is, our, is our sort of content Rome. It takes time to kind of create that, to build credibility, to get a snowball effect happening. It takes time. So. If the ambition is to kind of switch it on tomorrow and start getting a lot of people talking about it, it's very rare that'll happen. Yeah, and it's interesting when you talk about content is and content isn't new. I was chatting to someone recently about, you know, content is what comes out of our mouth. You know, when somebody asks us about our business, what comes out of our mouth is content too. So it's all content. And before we pressed record, we were, I was chatting to you about the way that I think of whole marketing as, as content marketing, because you've got to have content, <laughs> you know, to do your marketing, whether that's um, pages on your website, et cetera, et cetera. The better your ability to speak to your customer with good content, the easier they are able to self-assess that you might be right for them. That's correct. I'll well add to that is that content works better and it's consistent when it's well planned, when it's well organized, and actually helps to solve a pain point for the end customer or the end user right. or the end business or the end whatever it might be. That's the bit where content marketing sort of stands out. And that's why it's a separate niche or niche 
because it actually helps to zoom into, to dial into the idea of content marketing and what makes good content, what makes good content marketing. And that's, that's a, it's a science in its own, it's a science and art put together. Uh, and so it's, that's why it's so interesting for me. I'm, I'm actually an engineer uh, who got into con- content marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, the science part of it is really interesting, but my team, you know, basically native English content creators, Spanish, German, and, and so on and so forth. It is actually a very interesting combination of the two put together, the art and the science. Mm, interesting. And what, I guess, what I was going to ask next, because I feel like you just gave us a bit of a secret source. So you said consistent, well-planned, organized, and solves a pain point. And that starts to help me understand what I think other business owners might ask. And it's, why does some content not work? You know, this bits and pieces approach where you're saying that's, you know, in a nutshell, very quickly, you've given us what I would say is a a bit of an insight into some of the strategy you use. Um, Because the next thing I guess I wanted to ask you is, so... A business owner is listening and let's say it is someone in the um, health. So in Australia, we have a lot of people in health services because we have the what we call the NDIS, the National Disability Insurance Scheme. Um, and it um, so our health services is really exploded. And let's say someone from health services is listening or another service-based business. What tips or advice can you give them? I know you've got a great resource on your website, but what what can you say to them about how they might think about getting started with some content marketing? Well, I think start off by by thinking about why. Why do content marketing? The power of why. Simon Sinek's power of why. Why why should we do content? Um, Mm. What's the purpose we're looking to solve? Uh, Is it a pain which we have at our end as, as a company or organization? What is the pain you're going to solve for our, our customers? And I would say, you know, if if we have a pain you're going to solve with content marketing, that's awesome. But you know, the main ambition is to solve the problem for the end consumer, the end user, the person who consumes the content. That that's the bit we're trying to solve here. So that's the first step we can look at is why. And then to identify who are these people? Like who are these people we're looking to create content for? Um, what are their challenges? Where are they based? What do they do? How do they consume content? Like, what's their style? Is it podcast? Is mm. it YouTube? Is it web? What are their likes or dislikes? For example, recently we, we discovered that a lot of the B2B customers, especially in more mature markets like, say, the US, Western Europe, Australia, they prefer to search on Google and find organic content more than the paid content this insight mm. is super helpful because now you understand we can understand that even if you burn a few thousand dollars per day actually it might click on the organic stuff first so the ones which the google search which comes up without paying for it uh, so that science has helped us figure out a better strategy for our, our customers it's, it's about understanding the customer super well before we even write one one word of content for our clients or create a, create a piece of video or campaign for them to understand the, the end customer. And that requires research to figure bring out that. But that's one thing. The other thing is the content style, the tone, for example. How, how should be the, the tone of the, the company? Is it a 
some super formal uh, tone? Is it a friendly, approachable content tone? Uh, that's super important. Then things like call to action. What are we looking to, for them to do once they consume the content? Is it to click on a link, download a, a PDF, uh, call you, for example, email you? That's the next thing. Then there's a series of things which we have created a list for, and this is available openly. I'll, I'll share that, that link with you, uh, Jeannie, and you can right. share that with your, with your audiences. And I think that'll give you a good step-by-step -step approach on things which are important for SEO, for example, word counts, um, making sure it's properly proofread, tonality of that, of that content. Grammatically, it's checked for, we've chosen which language form we require. For example, in, in English, it's gonna be more American or more British style. So mm -hmm. all things really matter. And I've created a whole guide, guide for anyone to come and use that. So I'll share that with you and hopefully I'll give some answers to your audience. Okay, awesome. Um, do you have any kind of like content favorites? Like if we're thinking, you know, lead magnets, I hate that phrase, but <laughs> to call them welcome lines. I, I like, um, you know, phrases that feel a little bit more like the customer's in control. Um, but whether it's lead magnets or anything else, do you have anything where you're like, I love those particular types of content? So instead of me talking about my favorites, I'll talk about what our current customers and customers in general talk about and, and require. Most B2B companies would would ask for white papers. These are basically PDF documents, typically uh, like eBooks, but they talk about a, a subject or a topic that, which belongs in, a, in an area which the client works in. So for example, in telecom, clients write a white paper on 5G or potential 5G's impact on the economy or in, in FinTech, they'll talk about sort of the uh, importance of online uh, banking potentially or things of, of those nature. So that well-researched, well-curated content piece, typically 10 to 20 pages long mm -hmm. with a good design, lots of insights, a lot of research done, both primary, secondary, so interviewing people as well as doing research on in libraries, then put together with a unique voice of our clients every time. So it's actually unique for the consumer to actually have and learn from it. Um, there's always a call to action at the end, which is to contact the customer. So that's like one piece of content which is really popular. Number two, I would say is like articles and blogs, and then followed by web content and then videos. Uh, and finally, the, the big trend amongst multinationals is uh, trans creation. So taking a piece of content and writing it first in, in say English or French, and then localizing the language as well as the knowledge in that article as well. So for example, what might work in Australia might not work very well in the UK market. So you would recreate that content to put a, a British spin on that piece of content. So that's called transcreation. So all these things are super popular uh, amongst the many the B2B customer base. And um, it's because primarily because of two, two different reasons. One is thought leadership. Thought leadership is a big part to sell more or buy from a company that's super important in B2B. And number two is search engine optimization. The more, you can, the more content is written and created, the more we will get eyeballs and opportunities. Yeah, I think a long time I've, I've been had my bookkeeping practice for about 13 or so years 
And um, a long time ago, I think it was about five years in, I was really uh, enjoying playing with a bit of content marketing. And it was in my industry, it was kind of a bit easier to get SEO results because others weren't doing it. You know what I mean? Um, And so just getting that nice organic SEO because of some, you know, okay, content DIY from a small business owner was amazing. So I think a lot of business owners aren't really aware that content is so uh, linked to SEO. And the other thing I want to ask you is, so when you do the white papers or the blogs or the articles, are you repurposing them at all into other types of content? Yeah, typically a campaign would look like it would be a blog post. It, it, it must start from white paper, then recreate into multiple blog posts, multiple social media content, some ads, some webinar content. Um, it could also be available in the form of a short video, for example, as well for, for customers. So um, it's very common that we get asked to do a portfolio of, of, of uh, content pieces for, for our clients for each campaign. And then it becomes more interesting if it's account-based marketing, because then we have like one account, for example, uh, a bank in Australia, for example, and we will look at their managers, for example, in that bank and then create content with their perspective, their spin on it. It's, it's such a detailed piece of work but then to recreate that in different forms, it needs a lot of effort and skill uh, to really get that research done properly and then to recreate the content in every different form possible. Yeah, right. So, but you can, um, I guess, uh, repurpose as such. So take one piece of content and then you're able, so whether it's a blog and you can create some videos or social media content, um, et cetera, from the first piece of content. Yeah, and it's super important because not everybody reads stuff, not everybody uses YouTube, not everybody uses podcasts. Everybody has a different style of consuming content. And so the idea really is to make sure it's customized to their needs. So if we miss them on the Google ads, we will we'll find them on LinkedIn. Miss them on LinkedIn, we might find them on YouTube. If we miss them on YouTube, we might find them on a podcast. So that's that's the approach we have when we look at a, a big marketing campaign. Yeah, and I think a few things I took away was earlier you talked about um, who are they, but where are they as well, and and that was that's a big one. I guess it's easy to say, oh, we'll put something on social media, for example, but uh, not everybody's audience is on social media. So what I think it's really really important to think about where are they, like tradies, for example, are often just at the pub, they're <laughs> <laughs> not. You know, they they are so busy and the last thing that they are doing is trailing through Facebook um, versus, you know, other, uh, as women, we often really enjoy social media and keeping in touch. So we might be more likely to be on there. So again, where is your audience? How are you going to connect with them? And something else I like that you talked about when you said, you know, where, what is the pain you're trying to solve? Is the pain for us or is the pain for the client? And it did make me think of a client in a conversation. And sometimes I feel like the pain is for you both. And an example might be where um, you're, let's say you're a business with a waiting list 
and you are telling your um, waiting list the same thing over and over. But there's also some stuff that if they knew, they could start getting some runs on the board early, um, which is great for them and great for you as well, right? Because you can educate your market, get them ready to work with you. Um, mm and also create advocacy early on because they're thinking, not even working with Hom yet. And he's given me all these great tips on what I can do. Um, so it's kind of solving a dual problem for you and the client. And it's intellectual property that just is the gift that keeps on giving. So um, that's kind of what I took from, from that. Yeah, um, I think one thing also important I, I talk about quite a bit is having a purpose. Um, so. For example, in our company, uh, we are a mission-driven company, and our purpose is, is to help empower women in technology and marketing, so much so that 90% of our team members are women. And it's a big mission. It's a big passion mm. uh, for, 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 for us. And you know, making revenue comes secondary to growing that ability for more women to be in technology and marketing uh, opportunities. And so that's what drives us and i think that's something you know it's also like something personal but that also then combines very well with our customers mission as well yeah look i could i could absolutely talk about that all day i'm often finding myself saying to clients you know to pause take a breath and um work out the end game you know work out the the purpose the drive the end because it can be really easy to get stuck like a hamster on a wheel um really 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 busy but we've lost the joy because we don't know the purpose so you know and I think that comes back to a strong brand foundation so look I I absolutely completely agree with that I love it so I think probably the last thing that I would love to ask you Raj is just if this is resonating with listeners and they just want to find out more about you what you do um I know you've got that great resource which is the content style guide if you could just tell us about that and i will put in the show notes a whole lot of links but how can we get in touch with you and work with you yeah sure so i mean if you want to get in touch with with, with myself obviously use linkedin um raj goodman anand uh if you search on linkedin you'll, you'll find me if you want to drop us a message on on goodman lantern feel free to use a contact form I would say like LinkedIn probably is the best way to get in touch with me. LinkedIn is more, more personal as well. So yeah, please do reach out to me. I'd love to hear from people. So yeah, connect with me. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think at, at the end of the day, my, my, my ambition is also to talk about what we preach, which is about content marketing and women empowerment. So, uh, you know, we put a lot of content out there about both these topics uh, on our blog, on our social media. So feel free to connect and you know, if you find that information helpful, please use it. And uh, if it works for your business, that's, that's awesome. That's the ambition uh, what we're trying to achieve. Okay, well, it's, um, I've learned heaps and <laughs> you certainly appear the master of content marketing. So thank you so much, Raj, for coming on the show. Thanks for tuning in. For more information on this episode or how to work with me, check out the show notes. If you'd like to know how I can help you do better in business, you know where to find me, betterinbusiness.global. See you in the next episode.